Welcome into the Fresh Take Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Williams, and today is Friday, February 19th, and today we have an all-time legend joining the show. This legend pretty much holds all institutional records, including passing yards per game, completion percentage, passing yards, passing touchdowns, and many other records. He is a national champion with a Gallardi Trophy. He's an All-American and holds the Division III all-time passing yards record. You may refer to him as the GOAT but his name is Brock Rudder. It was great catching up with a friend and a former teammate. So let's get right into the interview with former North Central College quarterback and current Montreal LOS quarterback, Brock Rudder. Today, I'm joined by a special friend of mine, a teammate and all-time legend. Some may say he's the greatest of all time that attended North Central College in Naperville, Illinois. And he's taken his talent north of the border to play for the Montreal LOS. Brock Rudder, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, Greg. Thanks for having me on. I'm doing well. Uh, and I certainly appreciate all the work you've done for us and the team over the years and for myself included. Thank you. I appreciate it. So here's the thing. I have to start off with this because we're both Packer fans. And it was upsetting when they lost in the NFC Championship. Just what was what, – just tell me how you were feeling after that game against the Buccaneers. Oh my gosh, it was a that was brutal. That was a brutal Sunday for me. I had so much hope and expectation for this year, and thought there was no chance of us losing that Sunday. And a couple plays here and there had us feeling like every other season. It seems like for the last 20, 30 years as Packer fans, but a couple days after, it's right back to hope and, and thinking the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl again next year. Yeah, I know. I was one of those people like, no, there's no way we can lose this game. I, my hopes are at a sky, uh, you know, all-time high. And I thought that was a bad idea because, like, oh, if they let me down again, this is just not going to look good. But, you know, I know, I know you're a big Aaron Rodgers fan. You know, I'm going to assume you kind of watch film on him. You know, just tell me how good is he and how do you try to emulate him a little bit? For sure, yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is is one of a kind. He's one of the most talented quarterbacks of all time to ever play the game. He's He's such a cool guy to watch and study on film because he's he's kind of just a regular guy. He's not built any different than anyone. He's he's athletic, but it's kind of a sneaky athletic, and he, he just makes plays outside the pocket. He he knows when to get rid of the ball. He doesn't turn it over, and and that's how I like to play the game. I like to just limit turnovers and, and keep getting the ball in our guys' hands and, and not make mistakes to lose the game, and Aaron Rodgers knows when to attack. He knows when to take the deep ball when the defense is giving it to him. He's just such a fun guy to watch. And what people don't really realize all the time is how smart he is. He, he's super intelligent with the game of football and just with life. And I think you can learn a lot from that. And that, that takes him a long way, certainly. Now, staying away from football a little bit, what's been going on with you? You know, what's Brock Rudder doing lately? Yeah, so I've been just trying to stay in shape and kind of been bored, honestly. I've been working a part-time job, kind of just trying to make extra cash on the side. And I've just been bored. So kind of working out, watching football, throwing, and – that's basically it. I've seen you've been traveling a little bit too. Um, I believe with your uh, sure. girlfriend, perhaps. Uh, where, where are some places you've been to? Man, we've kind of been all over the place. We've been to Florida for a month or two. We've, we've been enjoying this downtime right now. And with all this COVID, we're like, there's never going to be a time where everyone can work from home and, and go out and see these types of places. So we've been kind of all over the place. We're going to California for a week coming up soon. So 
just trying to make the most of the situation right now. Now, speaking of traveling, I believe it was your first year at North Central. You guys went to Europe, I, I believe, in <laughs> Ireland. And yeah. I heard you sat next to the NFL head coach, Rex Ryan. Just how does that happen? Yeah, so this is probably one of the most embarrassing stories of my life. I, we were in Ireland <laughs> as a team, as you know, and uh, we went there, played a game, and we get on the flight to go home, or we head to the airport to go home, and we get to the security desk, and my passport was gone. I had, I had left my passport on the other bus going to the other airport. So I had to uh, uh, miss the flight with the team. And luckily my mom's a flight attendant. So I had to take an Uber all the way to the other airport in, in Ireland, which was about a three hour trip each way. Then I got back to the airport, had about five hours before my flight. Went and sat at the gate and was sitting right next to Rex Ryan. So that was kind of a funny, funny thing. <laughs> got to talking to him a little bit. And then fast forward a couple of years later, ended up playing against Rex Ryan in the Hula Bowl. So that was kind of a fun, funny story. Now, did, did he uh, recognize you or did he know of you when you saw him again? Not at all. No, he probably just thought, <laughs> oh, if I did say something, he'd be like, gosh, this is a crazy guy that forgot his passport. <laughs> did he give, I mean, you sat next to him. So did, did you ask any advice from him? Uh, no, not really. We kind of just talked, talked about life in general in the game of football and how great of a game it is and how great of a mind he is and how much success he had had. And him and his brother were both on vacation there and it was just kind of cool to see how normal of a life these NFL coaches and players live. You know, outside of traveling, what are some hobbies that you have? Oh, I love traveling. So outside of that, <laughs> just watching sports, playing all kinds of sports and just anything with competition. I, I love competition. I love trying to go out there and win and, and maneuver your way around the object to ultimately, ultimately win the game. So anything you could do competitive is, it gets me going. Now, former teammate of yours and current coach at North Central, DJ Warkethine, he told me that you love to golf. Uh, you guys mm, are very oh, competitive yeah. when you guys golf. Oh yeah. Who's, yeah, I mean, who's the better golfer? Um man, I don't know if I should answer this in on this interview, but uh, I think DJ knows the answer to that pretty pretty easily. I don't know if there's been a time in our golf career, probably 50 to 100 rounds. I don't know if he's beat me once. No, I, I would pay to watch that a little bit. You know, uh, you're going to California, you're going to these warm places, so maybe a quick round or something like that uh, can get going. Oh, for sure. I'll have my clothes with me. Now, when growing up, did you play any other sports? Yes, I did. I played any sport you could think of. I played basketball, baseball. Those basketball, baseball, football were kind of my main sports. But anything you could do, golf, obviously. I'll even play tennis when I'm bored. I play anything you could imagine. I just like to get out and compete. And growing up, I think basketball was my first true love. And then kind of grew and realized how fun the quarterback position was. And football became my love pretty quickly after I would say middle school. Now I talked to your high school uh, football coach at Nequa Valley and he, first thing you said, very athletic, competitive. And like you said, you played basketball. What type of player were you uh, at basketball? Oh man, I think if I talk about myself, it might be a little, it might sound a little better than I was, but honestly, I kind of, I would just sit on the outside, shoot some threes and not play a lot of defense. I think my dad would get on me all the time trying to get me to play more defense and take some more charges. So I think I could have definitely improved my game on defense. Now, in high school, you got recruited out of Nico Valley, ended up going to Indiana State. What were other schools uh, looking at you for? 
Yeah, kind of just, uh, I actually had committed to Indiana State pretty early after the same week I got the offer, so didn't really have a full recruiting experience, but just kind of all the Missouri Valley schools, Illinois State, schools like that, some Mac schools, and that's really about it. Now, you all, then later on, you ultimately transferred to North Central. Uh, why was that? Yeah, uh, I didn't love my time at Indiana State, didn't think it was a part of the culture I wanted to be a part of, and just kind of after my first year, I kind of knew I wanted to get out and I wanted, I didn't want to be there for four years and thought the earlier I transferred the better and had some great relationships with the coaches, some of the players at North Central. And to me, it was a no brainer. I kind of, I think I had got my release from Indiana State and I think of not even a week later, I had committed to North Central. I, I just knew the culture, the winning culture. I wanted to go somewhere I could win and somewhere I could trust the people. It's all about the people and in, in the game of football and, Coach Thorne, Coach Spencer had maintained a great relationship with me even after I committed to Indiana State, and that really meant a lot to me. I thought that was awesome with them, and guys like DJ, Ryan Cool, all the Nequa kids at North Central had really helped me, help persuade me, and it was a no-brainer. And after I got there, I think it was the first practice, I knew I had made the right decision. Now, I only played football at North Central for one year. You were there for four. Um, what was that culture at North Central like? It's it's an awesome culture. It's it's great. I like I think the saying that I can use to describe North Central the most is, um, what was I about to say? <laughs> oh, the the culture I love or the thing I loved the, the most is teammates and friends. You have you have your teammates and you have your friends. When you walk into the locker room, your teammates. When you leave the locker room, your friends. And and just kind of holding each other to that standard and understanding that if someone's not doing the right thing, it's okay to tell them and, and they got to be okay with that. They got to be able to accept that. And I think that's what North Central does a great job of. Coach Jeff does an outstanding job of that. So I think we hold each other accountable and it's, it's really truly a player led team. And those are the greatest teams this last year. We were very player led and everyone understood the goal that we had in mind and we worked toward it and no one cared what anyone would say to each other. As long as we were doing the right things, we, we knew we could accomplish our goal. You touched a little bit on it with Aaron Rodgers, how, you know, he's a very smart guy. You're a very smart guy on the field as well and off the field. Just how important, because I don't think people understand uh, how important this is, but, you know, when you're watching film, reading the defense, can you tell me how you prepare with film and the game plan? Yeah, I think for a quarterback, I think that's by far the most important trait is understanding the game, understanding your offense, understanding what the defense is trying to do to you and where they're weak and vulnerable and being able to process all that. And the average football plays six seconds. So you got to be able to process that within two to three seconds and know where you're going to go with the ball. So I take, I take a lot of pride in my film study. And I think North Central coaching staff, I think when I first got there, I didn't really understand how to watch film very well. I would just kind of watch it and not, not watch it very intently. But after seeing Coach Jeff and Coach Spencer, how they broke it down, really helped me out. I, and I was, I, during the season, it was obviously a lot more intense. So I think Tuesdays, shoot, I forget the exact days, but Tuesdays it'd be just our base formations. What what kind of coverage does defense like to play, the percentage of it, percentage of blitz, where we're at on the field. And then we'd as we moved along in the week, we'd kind of fine-tune it, add some more wrinkles, add our third down stuff. And we got really, really good at third down. Teams become more predictable on third down. You could really get them locked into coverages with motions and stuff like that. So just being able to see that on film and, and kind of honestly before the play be able to – narrow it down to two or three coverages that they could possibly be in. Just makes your job a lot easier once the ball is actually snapped. Now your coaches and teammates will say this, the best quality of you, not only are you a great football player, but you're a great teammate. 
very competitive. I know for a personal story for me, I remember my freshman year, we got to New Hall to um, like get those key cards a little bit for our dorms mm-hmm. for fall camp. And you were the first person to introduce yourself, got to know me. And then later on in practice, you still wanted to talk and get to really know the freshmen and everyone else that uh, was new to North Central. Just what does it mean to you to be a good teammate? Yeah, that's that's everything to me. That's what that's what everyone's going to remember the most. Not not what you're doing on the field. That's what everyone's going to remember the most is how you treat them off the field. And I was able to kind of take my experience at Indiana State as a freshman and and be able to learn from that and learn what I didn't like and what the upperclassmen did that I loved and what they did that I didn't love. And as a freshman, it's really hard to go out and you're leaving your home for the first time. You're out of the state. Some people and it's just totally different atmosphere. So I'd been experienced at that and knew how hard it was on guys. So I always just wanted to try to relate to them and make them feel as welcome as possible. And I think that goes a long way. I think that not only me, there's countless amounts of guys at North Central that are willing to do that. And it's just, it's great for the freshmen. I think they can learn everything a lot quicker. They, they feel more comfortable and, and they, they learn from that too. And it just kind of sets the culture. And every year you have guys who grow into those leadership roles that, that want to help people first rather than the football players. Now, I forgot to mention earlier, you know, you're a national champion, uh, champion, a Gallardi Trophy winner. Let's talk about the championship. How mm-hmm. awesome was to win that game? Oh, it was awesome. I mean, that's everything we dreamed of, everything we worked of for the four years in North Central. We thought we could do it earlier in the years. Didn't for three straight years. We lost in the second round. And I think that's what made it more more awesome at the end was, was just we had, we had lost three straight times, as I said, in the second round. And that was so gut-wrenching to us. And there's obviously thoughts cross your mind, like, are we ever going to be able to do this? Are we ever going to be able to get past that second round? But once we got on the field in the fall camp and started working hard, we knew we had something special. And it was just awesome. It was just a credit to our coaches and my teammates and all the hard work we had put in over the last four years. And, and the coach is beyond that, beyond those four years. Now, you guys did have one loss, and that was to Wheaton. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's cliche a little bit. You know, sometimes, like, it sparks something. But after mm-hmm. that Wheaton loss, you guys just went on a tear, blowing out everyone. I mean, the, the national championship run. I mean, just what, what really sparked you guys? Yeah, I think that lost a lot for us. It, it really infuriated a lot of us. We felt like we played we played an okay first half, and, and we were in great position to win that game going into the fourth quarter, and we, we played a terrible fourth quarter, and we didn't do the little things. We didn't execute, and we were able to learn from that. A lot of teams lose a game like that, and, and they kind of just crumble, and we were able to learn from that and keep building off it and got better every day in practice and kind of use that as motivation going forward. You won the Gallardi Trophy. If people don't know what it is, it's like the D3 version of the Heisman. I thought it was pretty, I mean, easy, a lock. You were going to win it. But when you actually won it, I mean, just what was going through you? Yeah, it was It was pretty cool. It was just, to be honest, it was, I had learned the day before the game, I believe. So my whole focus was on just winning that national championship and doing anything I could to win that. It was, it was on it, or obviously a great, um, award to win and I was super thrilled and grateful for it but I never really took time to reflect on it till after the game a couple weeks after and still do look back on it and think of how cool that is to be the first one in our school history but it's really just a credit to our coaches our teammates and and the whole school in North Central it, you can't win that award without the best surrounding staff you, that I had. Now after a crazy year you signed with the 49ers how mm-hmm. exciting you know to get signed by an NFL team? Yeah, it was super cool. It's obviously a childhood dream and was something I had worked toward my whole life. And 
never really knew how how much of a possibility that'd be but when it when I had an opportunity like that I just wanted to take advantage of it and to get that call was huge for me and it still motivates me honestly getting cut from that knowing how great of a feeling that was and knowing how hard it is to get there it, it still motivates me every day and I'm super excited to go to Canada but obviously that's every football player's goal is to play in the NFL and play at the highest stage and that still does drive me and motivate me and makes you want to get back there. Now, after the draft, you you got signed, I want to say, like five, ten minutes after uh, the draft mm -hmm. concluded. Were there any other teams uh, calling you? Uh, yeah, so the, the undrafted free agents, they kind of start calling sixth, seventh round and just kind of get things in place. But me and my agent had been talking for, honestly, weeks and months before then and knew San Diego was a good – or it's not San Diego, San Francisco was a great possibility and, and – to go in there after they just won the Super Bowl, when when they had called, it was a no-brainer to be able to go work with Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, those guys. So I talked to a couple teams, but after I got the call from the 49ers, it was a no-brainer. Now, after the cut, I believe you did go back to North Central, right? After the cut? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, actually, I, I went back there, just kind of helped out, worked out, helped coach there in the fall, and still kind of trained. I just, I love North Central and want to give everything I can to them and had had the opportunity to go back and kind of help the freshmen, help the other quarterbacks. And it was a great opportunity. Did by any chance you also take classes? I did. Yes. I enrolled, I was enrolled in one class that I wasn't able to finish up last spring. So I got that all finished and done with school now. It feels great. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, I was it by any chance with professor Jenkins for sports finance? I, I think oh, yeah. that you were the in there, weren't you? Yeah. Yes. It was, yep. I, th I thought it was funny cause I was reading the discussion board. I'm like, Oh, Brock's in this class. It was just, <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great, I like that class actually a lot. Professor Jenkins is an awesome guy and it was a fun class. It was so weird though. I thought I was, done with school I had to go back after all that it had been a year since I was enrolled in classes so it was it was funny to be back in there and virtual is such a weird setting so the Canadian Football League it's a I, maybe a little a lot I, I have not seen much Canadian football compared to the NFL so how are you getting ready and when do you report to Montreal yeah so it is a little different the the philosophy they have of the offseason program they can't do as much especially with COVID can't go out there yet but we, I've just got been able to talk to the coaches, talk to the offensive staff, and just start preparing mentally. I haven't got a playbook yet, but as soon as I'm able to get that, I'll dive right into that, and I report May 10th, I believe. So I'll probably head out there the first of May. Now, if for some reason, I mean, I believe you're going to have a great, you know, Canadian football uh, career, and I think you, you have a great chance to get back to the NFL. Have you ever thought about coaching, you know, after your football career is over? For sure. Yeah, I think I've always thought of that. My dad's a coach and just just love being around sports and was able to be around Coach Jeff, Coach Spencer. And they actually, while I was a student at North or playing at North Central, when I didn't think the NFL was a possibility, they had set me up with tons of opportunities to go GA after I played and stuff like that. So I'm definitely interested in that avenue. I was going to say, if by any chance North Central were to offer you a coaching job, would you make that return? Oh, without a doubt. I love North Central. I love the coaches there. I'm even going to help out in the spring a little bit before I uh, head out to Canada. Now, you just said you love North Central. So I got one more question for you. I don't want to keep you here all day. How much does North Central College mean to you? Oh, it's 
everything to me. Those four years, I'll never forget any of them. And most importantly, the people I met, the relationships I've created. I've met my best friends for life, guys that'll stand at my wedding, met some great coaches, great teachers. Everything about North Central was everything I could imagine and lived up to all my expectations and blew them away. Brock Rudder, thank you for joining me today. I'm very fortunate enough to call you a friend and a teammate. You mean a lot to a lot of people, North Central football and just football in general. So I speak for everyone and say best of luck in Montreal with the Alouettes. And I hope you keep dominating on and off the field, man. Thank you so much, Greg. It was great to catch up with you, and I look forward to speaking again soon. Thank you to Brock Rudder for taking the time out of his day to talk to me and join the podcast. And I'm serious. My words don't do enough justice to describe Brock. He is just a wonderful human being. He's a great football player and just a better person. He lights up the room. And, you know, I very, I very rarely watch Canadian football. Like, the only time I will probably watch it, if there's literally nothing on, I'm scrolling through channels and ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN News, whatever. Maybe there's a game. Like, okay, maybe I'll look in just for a couple minutes, and that's it. And I either go play PlayStation, do whatever I got to do, whatever. But this year, that's got to change. I'm going to pay a little more attention to Canadian football, especially with Montreal, because I lo- – I mean – Brock's a hell of a player. It is fun watching him. I love watching him. I had the pleasure and opportunity to watch him every Saturday and I guess Friday for the national championship to watch him ball out. And it is just electrifying. I can't wait to see that in Canadian football league. And I, I am, I am, I don't want to say I'm confident. No, I am confident. I am confident that he's going to ball out and he's going to get another opportunity in the NFL. I can't wait to see it. He's got a bright, bright, bright future ahead of him Um, no matter if it's you know playing football coaching or anything else he will crush it and I speak for everyone and say we can't wait to see it I know for sure I can't wait to see it but if you would like to know more information about Brock you can go to a few of my articles at the North Central College's Chronicle website all you have to do is type in ncclinked.com that's n-c-c-l-i-n-k-e-d Thank you for tuning in and stay fresh, everyone.